When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. <laughs> a very good morning. Wow. Pipes and the drums and the trumpets and everything to start us off this morning, Eels, because we're on the road, not far. From our place, from the Pineapple Hotel, the Piney. famed Piney. Oh, we've walked home from here a few times. <laughs> what? What? Uh, we allowed to use that music, do you think? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Very impressive, wasn't it? All I'd like to say, Paddy, mm. is how's that? <laughs> well, what's happened there? You've got to appeal, haven't you? <laughs> True. You, you know in the cricket game, yes. the umpire didn't give a run out no, out because I, no one asked him the question. Well, I sort of went to bed before it happened. Oh, right. Because I thought we were just cruising along. This is after we Maxie's were. magic. And they were nine down, yeah. the West Indies, and there's a run out. Elzari Joseph out. No one appeals. Crickets. Gave the umpire crickets. But Tim David is at deep point. He comes running in and said, I appealed, I, I was appealing. I was appealing on the umpire. Can't work out where everyone's appealing or not. So he got, didn't get asked a question by Spencer Johnson who took the bars off mm. or Mitch Marsh or David Warner who are now mouthing off around me. Huh? And he, he didn't have to give a decision because he didn't get asked is his point. So that was quite a comical little part of the cricket game. Well, before we talk Super Bowl, which is obviously why we're at the Piney for a big fundraiser today, uh, let's go through the cricket. Australia, easy winners last night. Maxwell, unbelievable. 120 off 55. Do you think that's a master class? Uh, yes, master class. I, oh, I think it's a freak show. Yeah, it, 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 some it, of the shots he plays are just wanna, amazing, aren't they? Imagine how long it would take you to learn to do that. It's taken him a long time, hasn't yeah. it? Because sometimes he's disappointed and, he, and his quote with that we'll hear now, um, you know, he, he's uh, now able to do it and feel very balanced in what we would find unbalanced positions. Yeah, well, we'll, ha- we'll have a chat to them in, a, in just a moment. I'll give you the facts, though. Four for 241 Australia from the 20 overs. This is Glenn Maxwell, 120 off 55, 12 fours, eight sixes, so 96 in boundaries. The Windies tried hard but couldn't get there. Nine for 207. The skipper, Powell, uh, scored 63 of uh, 36. Andre Russell had a cameo, 37 off 16. Where did he bat? Midfield, yeah. Lower than midfield. He batted seven. That's yeah. ridiculous. But he's obviously selfish and will want, that's all he's batting at. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd have him at four, especially in a run chase like that. Yeah. So that is pathetic, the West Indies underuse him, like we have underused Tim David in the past. But they're slowly pushing him up behind Maxwell now too. 
Stoinis, 36. Three for 36. Spencer Johnson, two for 39. Hazelwood, two for 31. What about this? That's good bowling. They're good yeah. bowling figures. Stoinis yeah. is becoming much more valuable with the ball than the bat. I'd like to see him just get his batting going. And what about the sixes for the match? I counted them a up. Lot, eh? 27. Wow. 27 sixes. So it was, it was all of a team. Little old Adelaide Oval. It's the, pretty big. Don't worry. The other big news... The Aussies are now under-19 world champions yeah. as well. Same deal, beat India in the final. Tremendous effort to get to the final. I'm, I'm happy that they got to the final. That's yep. all you need to do in under-19s, not underachieve and come miss the semifinals. I'll, I'll go semifinals. That's good enough for me. Yep. And, and very often, Indians and Pakistanis are so wily and tricky from the, in that early age, you, you don't beat them. But that's it. That was a great effort. Really good effort by the under nineteens. And the Queenslanders did really well. Hugh Webkin, the the captain, and Callum Vidler um, got wickets again, bowling at the top and very economical. Uh, you know, I'm hoping we see Callum Vidler play for Queensland in the next week or two. Yeah, he's quick, isn't he? Yes, he he can hurry you up in the nets. Seven for two fifty three. The Aussies, India, one hundred and seventy four. So we've won it by seventy nine runs. We're world champions in the under nineteen. Um, Marley Beardman uh, was our player of the match, taking mm. three for 15. So the Australian pace attack was, uh, was cru- critical there. Yeah. They really rattled the, the Indian batsmen. So great news. But, yeah, look, everyone talking on, on, in the cricket front about Maxwell, uh, he, was just, he was just unbelievable last night. And Maxwell on strike. His eye's in now. And he, his oh. eye is rolling in. That's another big hit over mid-wicket. Bowling quickly. And oh. it comes off the bat just as quick. That's gone second tier. Bowling left arm loopy orthodox. That was a big fan. He does line him up. And he backhands it, if you like. Reverse sweep. This time he goes high. Does he go long? I think it's going to go over again. It's another six. Maxwell, 90. And he puts one over the top. He's 96. That's a big hit. He knows he's standing. And he slaps it wide. Of mid-off. That's a boundary. That's 100. He raises his fist, takes the helmet off, waves to the crowd, waves to his teammates. It doesn't get better than that. Do you know how you said he hit, you know, 96 out of his 120 in right. boundaries? He was buggered at the end. I know. And so those other blokes... As other blokes had faced 65 balls, if he faced 55, that adds up to the 120. Start hitting more boundaries, boys. I'm sick of running. <laughs> he was buggered, swinging for his own boundaries and running their shots. So, right. yeah, he, he was tired. All right, let's listen to Maxie the Magician after that wonderful innings. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, to be fair, I was real focused out there. I was pretty calm and just really clear. The whole felt like the whole way through the innings. I, Made a few mistakes probably early in the innings where I, I felt like I got balls that I could hit for boundaries and sort of didn't quite place them. Probably tried to over overplay the ball a little bit too much, and then once I sort of hit the gaps a couple, of, uh, hit, hit a couple out of the middle, I was able to sort of I suppose manipulate the field as much as I possibly could. And um, yeah, I, I just gave myself a really good platform, which is something that I've. The recipe I suppose I've been trying to uh, give myself as much as I possibly can at international level. Oh, it's so good. You see the photo in the paper today. He's, it's, he's like a full-on baseball left-handed slugger. And that's incredible with a cricket bat. Yeah. He obviously decided to target Andre Russell. Because Russell finished with none for 59 of his four. Yeah, so. but he was bowling rubbish. Yeah. He didn't have to target him. He was bowling him shin-high full tosses. Yeah, perfect for him. Yeah, and then he'd bowl a 
wide one, which he'd carve up, which is his great shot, the slicing carve. And and then he'd, he'd just walk across and he'd get a half volley outside leg stump and he'd just flip it for six. Andre was – he got aggressive, but he should be aggressive at himself because that was poo. It's Breakfast with Patton Heels on Monday the 12th of February. It's Super Bowl Day. Uh, we're brought to you by Burbank Homes. They are the builder you can trust. You can bank on Burbank Homes. And Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona N-Line is just brilliant. 131355 is that Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line if you'd like to join us this morning. Or you can text us 0467 736 736. And we're at the famed Piney Hotel. Big fundraiser for Pancare today, Hills. We're supporting Pancare Foundation. They're here to help in life's toughest battles. Pancare Foundation are the light providing vital support for patients and family facing cancers. Now, I've been involved in this one. I've got a mate of mine who helps run the show here. Uh, they get a little bit rowdy as the as the day goes on. They, uh, they've got a big crowd. Well, I thought it was going to start bars. at 9. It starts at 10.30, the game, doesn't it? No, go, I've just been told that I think they're, I'm pretty sure the game in Queensland now starts at 9.30. You were right. I was right. wrong. Um <sighs> But they, they'll gather here from around about seven onwards doing their best fundraising efforts. They have breakfast. There may have been a couple of light libations as we get closer to uh, game time, Budweiser's, etc. And they settle in for a long, long day of footy for uh, Super Bowl 58. Uh, we're we're going to be right across it. We've got ESPN's Laurie Horish. Uh, he's inside Allegiant Stadium. We'll, we'll speak to him and get his take on it. Uh, we're the first Australian to play in the Super Bowl. Ben Graham, Big Ben. We'll drop by after 7 o'clock for this Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers. And I think we might have Zorks. Who, I know. Uh, well, I mean, he just loves... Will he get off the couch for us? I, I don't know. Surely they're training today, but uh, as you know, he loves his American sport. He training will find early. somewhere to be Yeah, really no, I'll be watching yeah, it Come live. on, Coach, we'll train at 5. We yep. need to be home. Yep. Coach is thinking, geez, the boys are keen today. <laughs> and, uh, oh, it's Super Bowl day. Hey, the other big news, Hilton, you and I are just sort of wondering about this one. But good news in basketball for the Bullets. They got the win. Nathan Sobe blew them away. Ooh. But from Brazil overnight, Lauren Jackson, the ledge, four-time Olympic medalist for Australia, she's announced her international retirement. This came mm. after the Aussies qualified for Paris with a, a trouncing, an 85-52 win over Germany. But the 42-year-old, virtually straight after the match, he said, well, Brazil has been so kind to me over the years. I've done a lot of big things that have happened to me. It's fitting that I announce my international retirement. I mean, she you basically... thinking, Lauren? Yeah, what she the basically hell are you thinking? gave it away in 2016 with a lot of pain, a lot of injury, mm. but came back. Yeah. And we, we know that she's been on the medicinal cannabis, isn't she? She's a, a big advocate for that. It's, it's helped her a lot in her fight back. But, yeah, look, it's, it's sort of come out of the blue and it's, it's blindsided a few of our observers today Did saying it? that, yeah, that, you know, she's, a, she's announced her retirement. And you and I were chatting pre-show. Surely, as we head into the Olympics in Paris, just having someone of that gravitas around the team would be phenomenal for them, I would have thought. Yes, I would have thought too. And I, I felt that in the lead-up to the German game and then the Brazil game. Yeah. You know, to ha just have her on the bench, say, no, you're on, you're on, you ke keep it going, you it'll come good. That type of sort of confidence and security of information to go with Sandy Brondello and her coaching staff. So, yeah, the, oh, let's hope they could take it to Paris. That's a fair dinkum uh, qualification, isn't it, in the FIBA? Better than the soccer. Like, there's, we qualify through Asia in soccer, don't we? Yeah. Now, but in basketball, you qualify against everyone. Yeah. 
So we've got it sealed up with that big win over Germany. But the big news this morning is that Lauren Jackson won't be there for the Olympic campaign. She's pulled the pin on her international career. As I said, you can join us on the text line, 0467 736 736. That's exactly what Icarus has done from Atherton. Always up early. Morning, men and Vanessa. Uh, read the NRL. I hope I'm not going the early crow, but besides a few hiccups in the run-up to this season, uh, there's been mainly about feel-good stories. Yes, they've been on their best behaviour, Icarus. I've got to agree. And the one in the paper yesterday about Aaron Woods, uh, you know, on a relative pittance compared to uh, what a lot of players are making, he's giving back to the young fellas at Manly Warringah. So uh, have a good week. Yeah, it was a, it was a good feel-good story. I, I wonder why he's allowed to be on such little money. Yeah, I know, given he's... Got a representative career. Yeah. So, is there a tipping point where you could come? You come down, you lose your origin value and your representative price tag that's on your head, and you're allowed to do that. Are there many, many more older players that are willing to do that but haven't been able to in the past? Is it a new thing? You know, like fifteen hundred bucks a week or something. He was on eighty grand and happy to play. Uh, <laughs> here's Brett. Uh, morning, Pat and Ian. Uh, Stoinis's batting has reached an all-time low, in my opinion. Glenn Maxwell said the pitch was a great batting wicket, yet Stoinis looked hopeless. Uh, and is SDN the biggest influencer, Cuzzy? Is he appearing at the pineapple today? We don't know if Cuzzy's on the oh. road or coming into the pineapple today. It's not really an... Uh, this one's a sort of a, a, a paid affair, so it's not for the general public just to wander in uh, this morning. But... Uh, uh, we're, we're, as I said, we're here raising money for a, a fabulous foundation, the Pancare Foundation. Uh, they help in life's toughest battles. Pancare, they're the light providing vital support for patients and families facing cancers. I don't know whether we've got Vanessa. Have we got Vanessa in the studio? Yes. Are we having Good a morning. Oh, are you there? Hello. Good morning. We're, we're on the road. We're at the Pineapple Hotel at uh, 6.15 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably the a, earliest I've been at a hotel, I been think. Been a long one. What a place to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, well. What, what's going on? Today I come with a bit of a warning for South East Queensland that our Chief Health Officer has put out. We've mentioned before how we've seen a bit of an explosion lately of mosquitoes, uh, how they've been really affecting us when we head outside, especially in the, at dusk. Um, but they're now saying there's been a really high number of Ross River virus detections in mosquitoes. So they do regular testing of mosquitoes at certain traps across Queensland. And they're saying it's really high this year. And so really our best defence is to stop ourselves from getting bitten because because there's no cure or there's no vaccine for Ross River virus. And we're seeing that the detection at the moment is higher than what they saw in the 2019 to 2020 summer. And that led to about three and a half thousand Ross River infections in Queensland. So look, really that warning is out there. Just either avoid going outside at those times when the mosquitoes are really active or wear the, um, the really strong kind of rid and protection, have mosquitoes screens on your home just to really avoid those bites because Ross River can be really nasty and really, um, you know, lead to lots of um, symptoms like joint pain and fatigue for months after you get infected. So good good warning. That is the warning today. Now, when you think back to primary school, what was one of your favourite sandwiches in your lunchbox? I was a big egg and lettuce man. I wasn't. And I didn't have my first egg sandwich till I was on a golf course at about 35 years old. You're kidding. They're not bad, are they? Not bad. <laughs> sort, of, sort of deprived childhood wow. of you. Yeah, well, that one. That sort of that, that sort of one. At least I didn't know I was being deprived. Uh, what was I? I think I was, no, basic. 
pretty basic, just the regulars. Yeah, well, what, high school, high school, Vanessa. Yeah, cheese, cheese and marmalade. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a, a good weird... combo. No, I think <laughs> that's, that's a winning combo. Look, well, Ooh. look, the reason I bring it up is that a um, school in WA has actually made a bit of a controversial call saying we're banning the ham and cheese toasty, which is a pretty stock standard nah, common wow. lunch, I would think. It's, it's a drunk. sandwich my kids take all the time. <laughs> um, but as we know, and this has happened in Queensland too, they're colour coding our tuck shops where, you know, red food is just for one day a term. That's for special occasions. You've got your orange food and then your green food, which they're really pushing. Um, so they're putting the ham and cheese toasty. Pre- uh, previously it was rated green, but they're putting it in amber and saying it's off the menu uh, except for just two days a week. So they're just really restricting it. Um, so it's caused a bit of a stir because it is quite a staple in our lunch boxes at the moment. And why? Why has it become amber? Well, it's because of the um, high salt and fat contents. So. Fat content? What, the cheese? Yeah, I think so. Well, I'll be taking the kids out of school. Yeah. <laughs> very, very quickly. Straight to uni. Do we, do we have a Tay-Tay update? <laughs> oh, look, well, there are reporters there saying it's a done deal. Kelsey is going to be following her on tour. There's been a few hints, apparently, from his mum insiders, as we we know, they always like to come out and and make big claims. Um, So, look, she's there supporting him. Will he be down under supporting her? That's what it's looking like, but no confirmation. What about the actors, the actor awards, Vanessa? Mm. You would have seen the trailblazer, Margot Robbie. She got everything. And yeah. the fashion? What about the fashion? Oh, yes. Yeah, Patty, some did you notice pretty nice. Any? Yeah, I saw well, a few. Well, Margot had it off the shoulder. Oh, uh-huh. well done. Well done. <laughs> she looked lovely, <laughs> didn't she? Yeah. Look, an I, off the shoulder, bustier gown. <laughs> I have to say, my husband was at those awards on the weekend. Oh, okay. However, my invite somehow got lost in the mail. Yeah, funny about that. Yes. I, I wasn't too impressed. <laughs> hey, we, we'll, we'll talk to you a little later on in the show. Thanks for that. We've got to get to a break, Vanessa. Always lovely. See ya. Monday morning. We will get to a break. Thanks for joining us. Hey, um, the open line is open, 13 13 55, or that text line. We've got quite a few texts. We'll run through them after this. 0467 736 736.